0: Well, good morning to you. I hope you're having a fantastic week. It's Thursday, June 1st, 2023. Get your rent checks in. It's Thursday, June 1st, 2023. Slava, Ukraine. Heroium Slava. PVTV. Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Man, do I appreciate you. Have I said that today? How much I appreciate you. I I just want to make sure you understand. I really appreciate you. Uh, if you can, uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow, that would be awesome. And tweet me questions, insights, or come fight with me at CyberClops. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Uh, so let's start as we usually do, with a sip of coffee. And uh, we'll go... Um, uh, we'll start with uh, the war in Ukraine. Uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky. Uh, has reiterated his case for Ukraine to be part of the NATO military alliance as he joined European leaders for a summit in Moldova. Uh, Zelensky said, while in Moldova, we support Moldova and its people who are integrating into the EU. You supported our people, our refugees, who fled in the first days of the war, and we will never forget it. Our future is in the EU. And they are part of the EU now. Uh, Ukraine is ready to join NATO. He went on and said that. Uh, Meanwhile, Germany's foreign minister, Annalena uh, Baerbock, told reporters at a NATO foreign minister's meeting in Norway that while the alliance's door remains open for new members, countries cannot join the bloc while at war. Stoltenberg told reporters, uh, as NATO foreign ministers gathered in Oslo, he had something else to say, all allies agree that Moscow does not have a veto against NATO enlargement. We are moving. Allies agree that Ukraine will become a member. Luxembourg's uh, Jean Asselborn uh, warned that NATO's mutual assistance clause means, and this is our Article 5, uh, mean, uh, uh, clause meant the uh, alliance would enter the war with Russia if it accepted Ukraine as a member while the war was ongoing. So, I don't know if they can't uh, accept Ukraine or uh, uh, if that would mean that we would... And By the way, we are a NATO member. The United States is a NATO member. That would mean if, if they voted to join, to allow Ukraine to join, we would automatically be at war with Russia. And it would probably be at war with China, uh, Iran, who is supplying Russia. There would, this, that would be a World War Three uh, move. Um. Uh, uh, Xu Ziteng, uh a Chinese commerce uh, ministry spokesperson says <clears throat> China firmly opposes unilateral sanctions that have no basis in international law and are not authorized by the UN Security Council as well as long arm jurisdiction uh, Xu said uh, calling <clears throat> excuse me calling on the EU to act prudently and not set a bad precedent uh, the European Commission has uh, proposed a uh, toll to limit uh, 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 That's what he said We'll move on from what he said now uh, The European Commission has proposed A toll to limit trade with third world countries Deemed to be bypassing sanctions already in place China of course has been bypassing sanctions And of course this is why They are against what uh, the EU is doing Uh, TASS News Agency reported Kremlin spokespuppet Dmitry Pesky-Peskov says Russia's Defense Ministry, uh, Border Guards, Emergency Services, and local authorities are constantly reporting to Putin on the situation in the Belgorod region. Uh, Russia's Defense Ministry also said it thwarted three Ukrainian attacks on the Belgorod region and more than 30 Ukrainian fighters had been killed, along with four armored vehicles destroyed. Uh, But they aren't Ukrainian fighters, of course. Uh, These are separatists. Uh, The governor of Russia's Belgorod region says overnight, shelling in the town of Shebekino has wounded eight people and damaged buildings. Uh, Belgorod governor, uh, Vyacheslav Gladkov said in a video posted on Telegram, uh, in Shebekino district, there is ongoing shelling by the armed forces of Ukraine. Eight people have been wounded. There are no dead. He added, saying civilians from Shepenko, Shepenko, Kino, and surrounding villages would be evacuated once the bombardment was over. Uh, Ilya Panamerov, Pon, uh, Marev, Pon I guess. An exiled Russian politician who says he is a political representative from a group of fighters said Russian fighters serving under the Ukrainian armed forces have crossed into the town of Shevikino in Russia's Belgorod region, bringing heavy equipment with them. Uh, Panamarov's remarks came on the heels of a statement from Belgorod. Governor uh, Vyacheslav Gladkov who said shelling at the, was at the border, but, you know, what, what we just covered and eight people were killed or, or wounded. Uh, Glykov denied any enemies are on the territory of the Belgorod region, even as reports emerged that tanks operated by the saboteurs were shelling the town's checkpoint. Uh, the Freedom of Russian Legion formed weeks after Russian's invasion of Ukraine began in February 2022 and made up of defectors from the Russian, Russians' own armed forces and Russian and Belarusian volunteers. And the Russian volunteer corps published videos on their social media channels claiming to be near Shebekino this morning. The Legion was declared a terrorist organization by Russia's Supreme Court in March. The RVC says its members, including Russian, uh, Russians, fighting on Ukraine's side and against the Kremlin regime. Now the uh uh Pan uh, oh boy Pan Panomarev's uh, uh Panomarev uh he was in the Russia's house in 2014 when they uh voted uh, uh to uh go into U- go into Crimea and uh he voted against it. He was the—I think he was the only person who voted against it, right? So there you have it. Uh, Ukrainian officials said three people were killed, including a girl and her mother, and ten others were wounded in the Russian missile raid on Kyiv. Uh, Ukraine's air force said it shot down ten ballistic and Iskander uh, cruise missiles launched from Russia's Bryansk region. Uh, this was the 18th attack since May 1st. Police said a medical clinic, kindergarten, residential buildings, and cars were damaged. Andrei uh, Yermak, head of the President uh, of President Vladimir Zelensky's office, said, it is International Children's Day. At night, Russian again killed a child in Kyiv. Since 2014, the terrorist country has been committing crimes against uh, little Ukrainians. From February twenty fourth, twenty twenty two, no one has any doubts. This is a real genocide. Uh, that overnight missile strike on Kyiv uh, killed three people. After an air raid shelter failed to open, Kyiv's mayor Vitali uh, uh, can I by uh, Klitschko said a rocket fragment fell near the entrance to a medical clinic four minutes after the air alert was announced. Uh, Apparently people were headed for the shelter. Uh, The door was locked and they could not get in. Uh, Wagner uh, Group Chief Yevgeny Prigozhin says his troops will continue to fight in Ukraine if his men get a separate section of the front without having to depend on clowns. He's referring to the Russian military. Prigozhin said, if the whole chain of command is 100% failed and will only be led by clowns who turn people into meat, then we will not participate in it. Prigozhin also confirmed his men would finally hand over Bakhmut to the Russian army and leave the city on June 5th. He's been saying that for month, months. Months. He, uh, he said his uh, men wanted a, uh, to rest at camps in Russian-controlled Ukraine for about a month. Now that I have your attention, let's move on. Let's try and fix the rest of the world. The CPC, that's the uh, Congressional Progressive Caucus, did not get as many members to vote against the bad deal that Biden and McCarthy made for the debt limit. Uh, the caucus has over 100 members, that caucus, the CPC, but only 36 voted against uh, the um, uh, the bill. In total, 47 Democrats and 73 GOP members voted against it in the House. That was not enough to stop it. The legislation, which would lift the debt ceiling until January 2025 and enact painful caps on non-military uh, uh On non military federal spending, passed the GOP controlled House by a vote of 314 to 117. Representative Rashida Taib said, I cannot vote for a bill that guts key environmental protections and greenlights dirty fossil fuel projects for corporate polluters who are poisoning our communities, pushes our residents deeper into poverty by implementing cruel and ineffective work requirements for our low-income neighbors who rely on SNAP and TANF uh, um, uh, tenants TANF is uh, rental assistance for food and housing uh, terminates the student loan uh, payment pause and slashes IRS funding to make it easier for the rich to cheat on their taxes. We cannot continue to capitulate to a far-right Republican Party and their extreme demands while they inflict Policy violence on working class people, gut our bedrock environmental protections, and decimate our planet. I was surprised Representative Ilan Omar joined the GOP in voting yes on the bill. Uh, Jayapal, the CPC chair, said yesterday that she could not, in good conscience, be part of the Republican Party's extortion scheme by voting for legislation. That rips food assistance away from poor people and disproportionately black and brown women. pushes forward pro-corporate permitting policies and a pipeline in direct violation of the community's input and claws back nearly 25% of the funding Democrats allocated for the IRS to go after wealthy tax cheats. Yeah, we still have, uh, I think it it wasn't 25%. I think it was uh, 20%. I I think we still have 80%. I'm not sure if that's right. I could be wrong about that. Uh, Of course, AOC voted against it. AOC rocks. The bill now heads to the Senate, where lawmakers are expected to act before the June 5th debt limit deadline set by the Treasury Department. I'm assuming they'll talk about it today and pass it tomorrow unless we get a filibuster. Uh, Senator Bernie Sanders, the lone Senate member of the CPC, announced ahead of uh, uh, today's, uh, um, uh, yesterday's House vote that he will oppose the legislation in the Senate, calling it a bill that takes vital nutrition assistance away from women, infants and children and seniors while refusing to ask billionaires who have never had it so good to pay a penny more in taxes. And, of course, the 2017 Trump tax cuts to the rich, 83% worth going to the rich, are still staying. Uh, Sanders also said, The fact of the matter is that this bill is totally unnecessary. The president has the authority and the ability to eliminate the debt ceiling today by invoking the 14th Amendment. I look forward to the day when he exercises this authority and puts an end. Once and for all, to the outrageous actions of the extreme right wing to hold our entire economy hostage in order to get what they want. That was Feel the Burn. In that news tightening around that bright orange neck, U.S. prosecutors have obtained an audio recording of Donald Trump in which he acknowledges keeping a classified document after leaving the White House. The audio recording is said to be from a meeting at Mr. Trump's New Jersey uh, golf club in July 2021, which is, of course, a year and a half after he got out of office. Uh, uh, Excuse me, uh, it's about six months after he left office. Uh, Trump can be heard acknowledging There are national security restrictions on a military memo because it details a potential attack on Iran. He shouldn't have even said that because that was classified, honestly. Um, He says it is still classified and should have been declassified before leaving the White House. Trump also says he wants to share information from the document, but knows his ability to declassify it is limited because he is no longer president. If you're following this, it means he knew it was classified and he still had it. He had not declassified it and he knew it and he wanted to share the document, but thought he could not declassify it since he was no longer president. It shows that he knew all of this. But why would he want to share it? It is not clear whether Trump had the document during the meeting or was just describing it to several aides who were there. Uh, Other reports suggest the sound of rustling papers can be heard when he's talking about the document. Uh, And and this appears to contradict, uh, contradict Trump's repeated argument that he declassified all materials he removed from the White House. He said, remember, with a thought, I can do this. Uh, It could also prove to be a key piece of evidence if prosecutors seek to show the former president was aware he should not be in possession of classified documents. Deep doo-doo, he's in. Uh, Trump's attorneys are now throwing the kitchen sink at the judge in New York. They have filed a motion seeking to have a judge recuse himself from the Manhattan criminal case against the former president. Last night, there was a statement on the Trump campaign website that accused Judge Juan Merchant of having conflicts of interest, which the statement says are detailed in the motion. Uh, the motion seeks to have Merchant, who uh, presided over Trump's uh, arraignment on 34 counts of falsifying business records in Manhattan, that he step aside in the case. His lawyer said in a statement, President Trump, like all Americans, is entitled under the Constitution to an impartial judge and fair legal process, adding that the motion alleges Merchant has significant conflicts. Trump's lawyers, in part, raise the fact that Merchant presided over the criminal case against the Trump organization. That is completely ridiculous reason not to have him on it. Uh, Their statement also makes reference to Merchant's daughter, daughter's employment with a political firm that worked for President Joe Biden's presidential campaign. Uh, The Manhattan DA will likely respond today. We will see. Uh, Mike Pence is supposed to announce he is running, and it's expected to happen June 7th in Iowa. The announcement will take place ahead of a CNN town hall with Pence later that evening at Grandview University in Des Moines. Uh, in Oklahoma, it, it, is Oklahoma finally okay? Uh, yesterday, the Oklahoma, see what I did there? Okay. That's the abbreviation for Oklahoma. Is Oklahoma Finally okay? (laughs) Yesterday, the Oklahoma State Supreme Court became the latest state-level court to rebuke Republican legislation passed in recent months to bar residents from accessing abortion care, ruling that two laws signed by GOP Governor Kevin Stitt are unconstitutional. Uh, We talked about these long ago and said that they would be challenged. Uh, The court found that SB 1603 and HB 4327 both conflict with an earlier ruling in March when five of the nine justices ruled that the Oklahoma Constitution guarantees the inherent right of a pregnant woman woman, to terminate a pregnancy when necessary to preserve her life. Earlier this year, the South Carolina Supreme Court ruled that a six-week abortion ban violated the state's constitutional right to privacy Republicans in the state ignored that finding this month as they passed another six-week ban only to have a state judge grant abortion providers and three rights group a temporary restraining order blocking the law from taking effect. You know, Republicans are like a really bad case of syphilis. If you don't get rid of it completely, it just keeps coming back. That's according to my research this morning, not my own empirical evidence, just so you know. Uh, The ruling by the Oklahoma court on Wednesday was six to three. And Justice Richard Darby joining the majority due to uh, the precedent set by the uh, March uh, ruling. SB 1603. Banned abortion care after the point at which an ultrasound can detect an electronically induced sound from the tissue that will become a fetus's heart. This, this is that, that little electronic, uh, induced sound from this tissue, which is not actually a heart at the time. It's just a heart, uh, um, uh, uh, cells. This is what Republican right-wing sociopaths refer to as a heartbeat, but it's not an actual heartbeat. Just so you know, HB 4327 imposed a near total ban on abortion care with exceptions for medical emergencies in which a pregnant person's life was at risk and for cases of rape or incest, that had been reported to law enforcement. In the state Supreme Court ruling, the majority found that both the total ban and the heartbeat ban lacked a sufficient exception for medical emergencies. But it may not be over yet. Right-wing sociopath Oklahoma Attorney General Gettner Drummond responded to the ruling by saying a 1910 abortion ban is still in effect due to the U.S. Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade last year. But seeing how the court found on the other two cases, it's unlikely that 1910 law will stand once they get their hands on it. And we will sh- we shall see. The fight continues. So there is the old Republican argument that there will be a huge loss of jobs when moving into green energy. You know, big oil jobs, oil uh, transport, oil, uh, uh, oil rigs, uh, oil drilling, oil this, oil that. Um, it's true that there will be a huge loss of oil and gas jobs, but guess what is expected to happen? According to research published Tuesday in the latest issue of peer reviewed journal Energy Policy, there will be more green jobs made than dirty energy jobs lost. The new study, summarized by Carbon Brief, moving into green energy would lead to a net increase in energy related employment nationwide. And Republican voting states, uh, 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 Republican voting states, whose leaders have done the most to disparage climate action, would see the largest growth in green jobs. That means red states and Republicans are again voting against their best interest. Carbon Be- Brief reported total employment in the nationwide U.S. energy sector could double or even triple by 2050, to meet the demand for wind turbines, solar panels, and transmission lines. Such growth in clean power generation and dissemination would outweigh losses in most of the country's fossil fuel rich regions uh, as oil and coal and gas operations close down. The study adds to mounting evidence. That so-called red states now dominated by Republicans and fossil fuel interests, including uh, particularly sunny and windy ones like Oklahoma, Texas and Wyoming, stand to reap the biggest rewards from the green industrial policy provisions in the Inflation Reduction Act signed into law by Biden last year, despite being blocked by Republicans in states where they would, would most benefit. Republicans always voting against their best interests. Biden has made clear that creating jobs and tackling climate change go hand in hand. But Republicans are in the pocket of big oil and dirty energy and will continue to ignore the facts. Moving on. Uh, Amazon will pay over $30 million to settle, uh, settle Federal Trade Commission allegation that its ring doorbell and ring cameras, and Alexa divisions violated the privacy of users. A lawsuit filed by the Department of Justice on behalf of the FTC said yesterday, Amazon violated the Children's Online Privacy uh, Protection Act by retaining voice and geolocation information from young users for years, despite parents' request that they delete the data. The lawsuit said the company sought to retain the data for its own per- potential use, despite repeatedly assured it, uh, assuring its users that they could delete voice recording, recordings collected from its Alexa voice assistant and geolocation information collected by the Alexa app. Also, the FTC's complaint against Ring, which is also Amazon, Uh, Says that the company, despite emphasizing security and promotional materials, had no safeguards in place to prevent employees and hundreds of contractors from having full access to videos from every customer. Not to mention, hackers were able to get into them. According to the complaint, all of the videos were stored unencrypted on Ring's network and could be downloaded, viewed, shared, or disclosed by any employees or any contractor, regardless of whether the employee or the contractor actually needed the access to perform his or her job function. Now, I was reading this, and it's crazy, that employees at Amazon would go and they would search for video for live video feeds of cameras that were inside people's bedrooms in their houses all sorts of stuff like that so they could especially of women gee what a shock are you kidding me yeah seriously uh moving on georgia Uh, you know you can just stop right there it's almost as bad as florida not not as bad, but almost. Uh, you ever come up to a car top carrier? You know, those are those uh, uh, those big trucks that carry a bunch of cars to dealerships. Or maybe a flatbed tow truck on the freeway, you know, with a flatbed, uh, like a ramp. You ever come up to one of those on the side of the freeway and, and, and you say, wow, it would be cool to make a car jump just like they do in the movies? You ever get that urge? <laughs> About a week ago, a driver wasn't paying attention, allegedly, and at full speed hit a flatbed tow truck, launching it into the air. It was stupendous. I saw the video. It it, it went it it was like it launched like two stories into the air. I'm not kidding. It was it was crazy. Um. Uh, according uh, uh, according to the Georgia State Patrol, the car flew about 120 feet through the air before it landed, landed, hitting another car in the back of it. It then reportedly slid another 23 feet before coming to a stop. I think it rolled over too. Yeah, it rolled. It rolled over. You can see the car in the air. It was like sideways in the air. Somehow, the driver actually survived the crash. Also, some uh, debris hit a state patrol officer, uh, um, and. Uh, they were uh, both taken to the hospital with uh, serious injuries. Uh patrol officer, I think, was released. Uh, I just assumed he wasn't paying attention. However, he may have gotten that urge to make the jump. You never know, right? <laughs> have you ever had that urge? I have. I said, oh, boy, wouldn't it be cool if I could do that? <laughs> anyway, that's it. Thanks for listening. Thursday, June 1st, 2023. Thursday, June 1st, 2023. Man, do I appreciate you so much. I really do. Uh, bring someone with you if you can today or tomorrow. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me at Cyberclops, C Y B E R C L O P S. And remember, always remember. Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.